one gets the impression that we always at these uh, conferences and things, everyone says the right things, and then next year there's another one. And in between, there's very little um, or too little action on on the things, um, which is understandable because I mean any government is faced with with uh, conflicting policy priorities, and um, you know if they they tend to be conservative in the sense that. It's easier to keep things the way they are because um, as soon as you want to do one thing, then you have to take resources away from another thing, and politicians tend to avoid doing that. Um, yeah, so governments do tend to be inherently conservative, and that means that um, anything really revolutionary or, or innovative, uh, yeah, takes time to happen. or doesn't happen. Yeah, resources are an important thing if we talk to natural resources, but there are a whole bunch of other um, resources which have to be developed to enable business. Uh, I think of infrastructure, connectivity, uh, banking systems. Are, are these some of the things which are also holding development uh, in, uh, on the continent back? Yes. Well, I mean, all those things are uh, – the reason they're important is that if they are in place and they allow human capital to really – um, develop and, and be deployed in a, in a, in a productive and creative way. Um, so infrastructure, yes. So we, we, all our infrastructure in Africa tends to be, um, designed to move around uh, minerals and ores, um, not people. Um, we need, uh, we're not connected. So again, so students struggle to study, um, and, and people struggle to talk to each other. Uh, so, and finance as well. It's just, you know, people have ideas. But when it comes to having to borrow money to to set something up, then there are blockages and it's difficult for for an entrepreneur. So all those things are are very important, yes. In terms of where South Africa lies as an important gateway um, into Africa and one of the the leading lights, uh, although we do have our problems, you know, can we compare the way some countries like Morocco uh, seem to be, you know, gathering investment to, 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 as a sign of a way forward for South Africa itself and, and also other African countries to, you know, create those environments for foreign direct investment? Mm. Yes. Um, well, South Africa is less of just the gateway to Africa than it used to be. Um, so you're finding more and more other countries are, are competing with us by being the gateway for something more specific. Um, so... Kenya is, to a, to a large degree, the, the gateway for IT firms and, and financial services firms. They, they like to start there. Um, Mauritius, you know, a lot of banks go to Mauritius for, for tax reasons, um, and that's allowed the, the emergence of an infrastructure there um, that, that makes it, that sort of accelerates that trend. Um, and then Nigeria, since they became the biggest economy on the continent, um, you know, that, well, there's been a bit of a hiccup there for, for reasons to do with oil and currency. Um, but I think in future you're going to see a lot of um, consumer-focused companies want to start there. And Morocco, which you mentioned, is definitely for French-speaking firms. Um, they like to start there rather than in South Africa, um, and especially when it comes to services. So rather than South Africa being the gateway to the continent, I think you're seeing more diversification in that and more other places attracting firms with specific interests and, and skills. We'll ask Francois to stay on the line uh, and discuss uh, this further uh, after the headlines now with Utsile Saku. So you alluded to that when you spoke about how difficult it is sometimes for our youngsters to study. Mm. Um, yes, so I mean that's an important thing. Studying and um, 
also for um, I think there might be sometimes too much focus on on uh, when you say studying to just think about uh, going to university and getting a degree, um, which isn't necessarily you know you, you can't have everyone doing that. Um, sure. You also need to promote. I think technical schools and technical education, which also requires money, in some cases more, because then you need, um, you know, workshops and and so on. Um, so those are also things where we we ought to be doing more um, to to train up a, a generation of of uh, artisans and and trade people. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Francois. Let's talk about the risks of doing uh, investment in Africa. That's, you know, largely a focus of your business. You have to keep the people you provide with information. You, they need the information. Africa, known as uh, a country of conflict, we've seen huge humanitarian disasters, not only caused by conflict, but also by, you know, natural disasters, drought and climate change. How do these play into uh, Africa's challenges in growing the economy? Well, war, uh, conflicts, and war—that's the—that's the biggest risk to investment. I mean, if there's any any risk of, of actual armed conflict, then, then investors stay away. I mean, when there is a war, of course, that's the most rapid destruction of of built-up capital and resources you have. Um, so, if if it looks like something's going oh, that way, then then investors stay away. Um, so, at the moment, look, it's, it's better than it used to be. Uh, the, the long-term trend remains positive. But um, there are still pockets of, of conflict and violence, um, you know, and we, we're still nervous about what's happening in the DRC, about uh, President Kabila hanging on to power there, and what, you know, the, the various ways that can play out, because one of the ways is in armed conflict. Um, and in South Sudan, of course, is an absolute, it's, they've been at war now for almost, yeah, three and a bit years. Um, and... You mentioned climate change, so unfortunately climate change will tend to fuel conflict because what you're seeing is a lot of um, land degradation, um, so grazing is worse than it used to be, so people have to move onto other people's lands, um, and that sparks conflict. Um, so there has been an uptick in the Sahel generally, so sort of south of the Sahara, the, the sort of bush bushveld land, um, there has been just more banditry, more fights over cattle and so on um, and then in a place like South Sudan that turns into full scale war when, when some other factors are present um, so unfortunately yes climate change will tend to fuel conflict uh, and that's going to imperil the development of Africa